Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Boyle Sports, we are taking darts to the next level. Bet £10 on the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix and new customers will get £20 in free bets. Customers can also enjoy the daily full house price boost on every player and every match. Boyle Sports, this is betting. Good evening and welcome to Boyle Sports World Grand Prix Day 4. And what a weird, crazy session of darts we have just seen and not only that, you've got a different presenter tonight as uh, Dob is uh, in Leicester watching the action. He will be back with you tomorrow. However, we have our resident World Grand Prix expert, it seems to be this week, Dan. Um, how you doing, mate? I'm very well. Yeah, very well. Um, another another really good night of, of uh, sort of enjoyable to watch darts tonight. Um, last night, we saw some really, really high level stuff. And today... Probably didn't see the um, the the blockbuster high level darts that we did last night, but definitely the the twists and turns that make for a very entertaining evening of sport. It was it was a really really interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah, it certainly was. Just a few people in the chat room. I'm sure a few more join us shortly. Uh, Tommy's said that evening. Daniel's mentioned the crowd uh, and. HGV has mentioned the drama, and I think drama is probably a good word to sum up what's happened tonight. Um, yeah. Because we've had a the last 16 trend of free twos continued for a while. We had another one at the end, obviously, and then there's only one down that hasn't ended free two. It's just been a mental um, session and mental last 16 in general, really, is as we were just talking before we come on a lot of unpredictable darts, I'd probably say, across the last two days, down into the last 16. Danny, is that probably right before we go into the games? Yeah, the, the, what I was talking about last night, and I, and I want to I want to use the same analogy this evening, is that the, for those of you that, that watch lots of different sports, if you ever watch 2020 cricket, you'll see that they have the, the win predictor that comes up on the bottom, and, and it and it <laughs> gradually moves across the screen, depending on how, how, how likely something is to happen. Um, I think if we'd have had a win predictor tonight, it would have constantly, in, in pretty much every game, bounced from one end of the screen to the other in, in, in quite extreme movements. It was um, there, there really was some some twists and turns, and there was there was a few occasions tonight where I thought games were 
were pretty much over with. And and then and and that in, in a way is, is the beauty of set plays is that all of a sudden you can you can look to be completely dominant and, and then it, it can very, very quickly um sort of come back on you and, and, and all of a sudden you're level and having to really fight to stay in it. And that that happened to a few players this evening. Yeah, totally agree with you there, Dan. Um, few we could all have joined us as well. Um, and mentioned there another late one of course it's another late one. Grand Prix always produces late action, and um, a comment there from Tommy about sched- schedule need looking at. Well, we then have a similar sort of time tomorrow. You would expect show because we got four quarterfinals, same format. Um, so we could have another late one if they are as tight as what the last two days have been, but. Let's go straight into game number one, Dan and Martin Lukeman versus Ross Smith. Martin Lukeman got over the line in this one. Um, in a game that probably will go back to your predictor, which could have swung both ways at stages in this. Yeah, and, and if I'm honest, boys, I, I sort of felt like that from, from the walk-ons. I, I got a real strong feeling when, when literally as, as the walk-ons happened, and and as the players were were throwing their sort of warm up darts on stage, Ross Smith looked all business. He looked like he was there to you know just just get on with that game and and, and dig in and win it. And 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 it's maybe just his character, maybe just his personality. But Lukeman just sort of looked happy to be there. Um, and certainly the way that Ross Smith started. On top of that, I, I thought this game was only going to go in, in in one direction. And 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 how wrong I was because. Lukeman just just found found a level at, at the right time and and and, and again I think set play can be a bit deceiving in, in that it doesn't always reflect who's who's playing the best you, you don't we you know we, we, we talk a lot in in um, when we're playing match play and we're looking at just at legs is that is that you can see legs being one on the bounce and you lose a bit of that perspective in in set players to where momentum's being being built up um but again i mean luke when I'll, I'll be really honest surprised me a little bit tonight um i, I didn't predict him, him to win not because of, of i didn't think he had the game i just wasn't sure he could he could maintain it after last night and i think he really really showed he means business tonight because he he came he came from behind and and, and he was the, the second best player for for a good portion of that match and, and really dug in and, and, and showed that he's not here to mess about and that he's really making a career out of this. Yeah, and it's easily forgotten that this is only his second TV tournament. Um, his first one was the match play, and we saw that sort of depth to him at the match play. Um, I tipped into that through the first round. I saw that as a potential shot. Um, I was fortunate enough to watch Martin at the Champion of Champions the back end of August. And there's just something about him that is so watchable with what he's doing when he's got the darts um, in his hand and he's ready to release, or if he's at the back of the stage. There is something about his presence that it's so enjoyable to watch him. But I guess the flip side of that is looking at Ross Smith. He's Ross Smith coming into that and the draw. And Nathan's touched upon it as well. It's sort of now. Probably neither of those expected to be playing Martin at this stage in even no, the second no. round all the, last night. And it looks like Martin's thriving on that. And it, Lutman sees that as something that's actually lifting his game. And it's it's a bit of a no pressure. We've seen a few um, loose ones, but my God, he's double 16 it in. It's reminding me of, if I'm thinking of a sort of a player who I didn't know much around how good he was on a double 16 until 
think it was the world when we saw Ryan Joyce just relentlessly on. Yeah, just no pun intended there, but relentlessly on that double 16. Martin Lupin reminded me a lot of that today because even when he was missing, he was just all around that bed. And it, it, it had such a big impact on that game. And it was shown in that, in that final leg where, let's be honest, when he had 45 left in leg four and the miscount of going for single three, double 16, expect, thinking that he had 35 left, um, you could have easily lost your head, especially with the inexperience on stage. But for him to recover and recover so well with that 112 start for me was the deciding factor in that final leg down. That's where, and I so I, I made a few comments last night about, about because like last night was his first. I mean, we talked about just then how how much li- or how little time he's been playing on television. Last night was obviously his first win on television, and I, I was a bit I, I wasn't sure how that would affect him. I wouldn't I wasn't sure because it's very different once you you know there is a bit of a level of expectation, but maybe he has you know sort of remained that feeling of of, of still being the underdog. The pressure isn't 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 on him. He is happy to be there. Um, and, and, I, and I don't know whether that was, was key in him being able to recover. You know, there are there are far, far, far more experienced players than him who've played an awful lot of, of time on the television that would have been really rattled by that miscount. And it would have it would have took them some time to 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 sort of reset after that. But he just he didn't seem to blink. He just almost seemed to sort of laugh it off and shrug it off. And 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 even in his interview afterwards, he he, he didn't seem. Phase, he didn't seem to be reflecting on it as a particular negative. And again, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But he, he did just seem to have a really, really relaxed attitude. And if he if he keeps that and if he doesn't let the pressure get on top of it, um, you know, he's gonna go into his next game as the underdog without a shadow of a doubt. But if he can keep the level, if he can play the level of darts that he's that he's kept so far, he, he he's really competitive. And, and I I think you know, if you look at the the, the jump that he's made, I think, it, you know, in 48 hours, he's moved 16 places up the order of merit. And it's not going to take a huge amount for him to, I'm not saying, you know, we, we've had this conversation about who's going to be the next into this bit, you know, but, you know, realistically, over the next six months, for, for him to solidify himself as a top 32 player, you know, it, it, it could be on the cards. He really could, you know, he, he's a player that we could start to see regularly on the television. Yeah, you... you mentioned it there about the clip we will hear from Martin then we'll just come come back to one of the points you mentioned there about that move in the rankings let's hear from Martin first one early on in set four did you forget that you were going for a double and throw for the the 20 yeah I did yeah (laughs) and obviously the other one was the miscount what was going through your mind at that point and did you not hear Russ tell you what you had or was it just a mind block no I just I looked at uh, Charlie was talking I looked at it and I went all right, I thought I had... Would I have 45? You had, you had 45 left. I thought I had... What did I go for? 10? You don't went for a 3 to leave double 16, so you thought you had 35. 35? Yeah, I don't know what happened now. Well, I see the wife going. <laughs> character, isn't he? Like, and I think it's great. Like the more, the more characters like that that we have in the game, the, the, the better. The better the game is to watch... Um, the better the game is for those that are even on the periphery and social media and everything else. I think he's a he's a really really good thing for 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 darts that's happened this week. Is this, this run he's got on? Yeah, and and that probably sort of sums it up that if the dot the moment that quick and how how important that moment was, he's now got sort of Phil explaining that what actually happened because he just forgot about it, zoned it out, and that and then goes back to the, the character of what Martin is and. You mentioned there the move of 16 places, which puts him to 47th, I believe, in the current standings. Obviously, 
these are officially updated on Monday. But you look at his money, a lot of people sort of forget that this isn't his first year on the tour, that actually last year he just earned nine and a half thousand. This is he's it. He's more, he's he's more than that this week, Dan. This is, but, but also, you know, when I talk about like you, you look at sixteen places moving up, you know, he, he'll move up more. He'll move up more places just as things happen. You know, just as just as other events happen, he'll move up places. He, even if he doesn't go particularly deep in them, because he's simply not defending anywhere near the money that a lot of the people in the fifteen spots above him are. There, you know, the, the the fifteen spots above him are all defending a considerably higher amount of money than he is. And as that drops off, he, he will just continue to, to, to rise. And, you know, he, if he does another couple of, another couple of little wins on television and, and, and might, he's got a really good chance of, of, of grabbing himself a good spot going into next year. Yeah, and just one more point on this, Dan, before we move on. I'm just going to leave the last point sort of on Ross Smith. Um, listening to, to you and Dob yesterday talking about all the potential top 16 players we have, and Ross Smith was, was in that conversation of names that you mentioned. For now, looking at this opportunity, how the draw opened up on this side, obviously you had Desi and Joe in there, but they were meeting each other, so there's only one left. Ross Smith moving away from this tournament, only reaching the second round. Huge disappointment for Smudger. Ah. Uh... I think I think so. Yeah, I think it's gonna. Ha- I think it's gonna have to be. Um, I think for for those that know him and have watched him play, he was definitely a favourite tonight. You know, and arguably he was Bucky's favourite. But you know, I think for for those that have watched a lot of darts and have watched him play a lot, he was he was a favourite. Um, I, I think, and I, and I, the thing is, is it's another incident I think for him where he just hasn't be, played his best. He didn't play his best darts tonight. And that that often has happened to him on television, and it's happened probably slightly too often for him. You know, he, we know his floor game is really, really good. You know, we, we've seen we've seen him win events, and we've sat and 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 commentated on it. But he does just not seem to be able to reach his A game sometimes when it really matters on the television. Yeah, in total agreement with you on that. Dob Father's in the chat room and we have got a sue from him. Certainly had one too many. Not are, we even, are we broadcast live on his train home? Is that, is that where we're at at the minute? So and, and I spoke to him this afternoon. There's not a train home. I know we got a couple of drivers in. Oh, oh, only, oh only Dob would get a couple of drivers. Most people just need the one. But there we yeah. go. Couple of drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to game number two. Speaking about someone who was in the last eight who we unexpected, Manners Razma, how many people had him there and came through for me, probably the most impressive two sets of darts up until this point I've seen from anyone was Razma's first two. And I yeah, thought he was I mean... just going to run away with it. And it's, again, not only in the last eight, but if someone was going to say there was going to be a player who would stop this 3-2 run of last 16 names, no one would have expected it to be Rasmus and do it in the style he did, but fair play to Manners. Yeah, and and, and he's he's an interesting. You know, we talk we talked we talked about Martin Luger as a character. I, I I find him when I when I watch him on the television, I find him absolutely fascinating to watch. The way I mean, I think the way the sporadic way that he throws darts around the board 
is 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 bonkers. You know, he, 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 you never quite know where. Certainly on this double in format, you never quite know where he's where he's going to go next. The double nineteen hitting is 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 brilliant, and and it, and, it, and it is it, it's good to watch. It makes it a bit more interesting, even on the stage. Like if you watch the guy as he's moving around after and before his throw, I kept thinking he was going to step off one side of the stage because he just seems to like he's he's really erratic in his movements, but then seems to settle himself quite well on the hockey. I think he's a fascinating player to watch, and 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 again along, he probably what he's done in the tournament and getting you know getting through this far will will possibly be overshadowed a little bit because of Martin Lukeman doing similar. Um, and, and I don't think he, he'll get the you know the airtime and the credit that, that he probably deserves. But he, he's a guy that we've seen we've seen do some some fantastic things on on the tour, um, and and he's a really really engaging and entertaining player to watch. And he has that there's elements of his game you know. So he when he hits those those one seven ones, which he does as regularly as he hits a one eighty often when he's when he's playing on the tour. Um, it's a really, it's a really, really cool thing to see. I think, it, I think it's great for, um, that, he's, that he's gone through. Yeah, I don't think there's many players who dialed the 19 routes as often, and no. it's not a 19 when we when we mention it. It's not a switch of 19s. It's and it's let's not even for a, let's just go for a one seven one while I'm on four oh five or something. Well, <laughs> we've seen him like you know how often on the on the on the tour have we seen him you know start five or one at 19s like that you know it, it sometimes i think it's and I, I but i really buy into the fact that if that's what he's feeling and that's what i think he's a bit of a field player and i think you know when he when he's feeling that the 19s are working for him he he he, 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 he sort of knows what's working he so i think he knows his own game quite well um and he does. He hits. He hits it with like. And yeah, it's not. It's not a counting thing, you know. He sometimes hits the nineteens when he should be going treble twenties because that's just where he feels comfortable at, at, at the time. But it certainly makes for a fascinating watch. Um, I, I was highly. I think are we, are we gonna? Have we got a clip from him? Because I won't spoil it if we have. We have, yeah, we have. Oh, I won't. Yeah. I won't spoil what amused me in that. Then we'll go to the clip shortly. Just before we go to that clip, just a word on Daryl Derny Dam because. I was speaking about him, I want to say, last week on the Live Lounge or the week before, of someone whose game, for me, is on the up. Not to the levels where he's been before. I didn't have him in contention to go on and win a, a TV title like we've seen him do. However, I saw his game on the up and expected him to be pushing in quarters and semis. And probably a similar question to what I asked about Ross Smith. Huge opportunity missed here for me, for, for Daryl. Do you feel the same? But in addition to that, do you still think with the tournaments we have the back end of the season that we can see the Dowell Derny Dame improve? I'm not as sure as I was yesterday. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not writing him off completely and saying that he's not going to get back to I think the difference with, with Darrell is that he has been there. You know, he has he has won big titles and he has played an awful lot on the television and he's played in the Premier League and he's done, you know, where and 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 so and, and everyone else that we're having the conversation about, other barring probably Adrian Lewis, you know, they, they, they haven't been there before. They're they're, they're all on the first time around almost. Um yesterday I was really confident. I think like a lot of people were that we were we were seeing that Daryl Gurney back on the rise and he was on a real trajectory. I'm not sure where he goes from here. Um you know, I'm not. I'm not sure. 
he, I feel like it's a little bit back to the drawing board because I think a lot of the time now when he when he goes to a tournament, um, when he goes to the Worlds this year, it's it's a little bit of a fresh start for him. And that, again, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, I, I don't. He's not going in with any momentum. I don't think. I think any momentum he took from last night has gone to, uh, tonight for Daryl. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Let's hear from Manners Rasma. As you are waiting to hear it once more, Dan, let's let's stall for it and then we'll we'll have a quick chat about it before we move on to Price and Colour. And uh, now I have the new goal, yeah, to be top 32 before the World Championship, to be seeded and uh, start from the second round. It's it's my goal and it's good for me, I think, uh, because, uh, because uh, yeah, I want to be better. I want to be better. Uh, Leicester, I book the first. I, I book a hotel for the just one night <laughs> for Ryan Selma. Uh, then, yeah, I book a, a hotel for two more nights uh, and change the hotel. It's not the same. Yeah, and tomorrow I have to change again. I don't know where I will be, but <laughs> Dan, over, over to you, mate. Over to you. <laughs> I'm going to tweet him if he, if he wants to use my Hilton Honors account. I can give him a hand. I might be able to get him an upgrade or something. I might be able to see if I can, uh, like I can make it. I'll drop him a tweet and if he's if he's stuck for a hotel, I'll see what I can do to help him out. No, I um I just thought and I, and I think there's um there's a you know that it, it's not so much a fairy tale. I don't want to say a fairy tale for somebody getting to the quarterfinals, but I just think there is something inherently cool and entertaining about a chap that's come along to a tournament. He's booked himself a hotel for a night. He's playing Ryan Searle in the first round and he knows he's a heavy underdog. And now he's scrambling around for a hotel because he keeps winning darts matches and he's you know, and he's going deep in a major. And I, and I just think, I think he's very cool. I think the way that he he, he was, um, you know, you could see the way he was talking about it, that he was, um, you know, that he, that he was excited and that, and, that he, and that he's here to play. And, and, and like we talked about him, like he's, he's a dangerous player. You know, he's he's not a gimme, he's not a walkover for anybody. Um and, and and he's a really dangerous prospect in the tournament. Yeah, he, he certainly is. And, it, and there's two ways to sort of look at it sometimes when you when you hear about a player just butting for one night, you sort of some people to look at it is a it's a, a negative view and actually they've taught it that I'm just down for the experience, I'll be I'll be home next day. But actually it's the sort of freedom that he seems to have that I'll you know, I'll give it a go. Um, yeah, it's like relaxed. Yeah, and, and I'll that, find know. the place, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'll find somewhere yeah. for another couple of nights. And it's, it's that freedom for me. For someone who's um, who's not a regular, obviously, at the, at the Grand Prix, for me, I think it's a, it's a very refreshing approach. Absolutely. Compared, to, compared yeah. to some of the other ones we see. Just add a little small, because I've just seen a quote come through. It's not been released yet, but I've just seen a quote come through. From the Nathan Aspinall clip, which we are about, which we are going to hear when we talk about that game, and it is an absolutely torta. Hi, it's Johnny Clayton. Boyle Sports are offering price boosts on the full house market on every player, every match. That's to win the match, hit the most 180s, and the highest checkout in the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. But before we go to that one, what a game. Oh, this got, little one, yeah, is Before the, um, the Aspinall noppy drama, Derwin Price versus Joe Cullen. And I had Joe Cullen to win, to, to that through this tie. He was who I tipped to that to the final. Um, and I expected him to beat Desi. But 
I spoke to Dob earlier and says the only way he beats him is by starting well. He did quite the opposite, <laughs> was 1-0 behind and then found a, a new lease of life after that break. Desi didn't start well, dropped off ridiculously. But my God, those two sets from Desi. I did say that Madras Rasmus' two sets to start the game was the best I've seen all week. That then was beaten straight away by Desi's last two sets. Oh, just, unreal. You know, there is, there is just, you know, we, we, we talk about players that have gears um, and, and, they can, and they can find, find another level and they can find something special when they, when, when they need it. Um, you know, Desi, for, for, for large portions of that match, was not the better player tonight. Um, uh, in legs and in sets, but but towards the end of that match, in you know when it got to the business end, when that match needed to be won, he just managed. There was a the, the first shout, the first Gezi scream of the night. I think that it, maybe he needed you know he needed something to shout about, and once he did, he just seemed to start to find a, a, another level. And, and 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 by the time he got into that last set, there wasn't a player on the planet that was gonna that was gonna beat him. Like he, that, that, that was that was absolutely superb darts from from him towards the end of that game. Um, he, he really is. Uh, um, you know, we know his form hasn't been what what he where he would like it to be um, of, of late. Still, brilliant form for for ninety nine point nine percent of the rest of the world. But his form hasn't been exactly where he wants it to be. But I, I think moments like that. And, and the fact that he's able to find that that game and that level will terrify people, not just in this tournament, but you know, it, it, for for the, for everybody else that has their eye on that big tournament in a couple of months' time, this is not the time of year for Gezi Price to be doing things like that, is it? Yeah. There we go. From the comments I've just flashed up on the screen, the words "amazing," "amazing," "unbelievable" is is describing Desi, but it is for two sets. Because as we spoke about them, first three just wasn't the price that we, no. we we were expecting to see because of the form he showed recently. It was probably more the Premier League price than mm. than the, the price with we, we, more recent form. Yeah, it, it looked, it, that, that was summed up as as where he's at the moment. That second leg, final set, three oh five, six starts, one seven one, one seven one, treble eighteen, tops tops, and that. Soon as that treble eighteen went in, even probably before that, I thought this has got a very good chance. That treble eighteen went in, I thought let's just start to lead free because that's done. Yeah, yeah. It was just so good. I'm sure. I think it was. Um, was it Wayne who was on Tom's who sort of said it as well? And it was just. I think everyone watching just knew what the magic, what was about to happen because he was just free flowing at that time. It was unbelievable. Last just, two sets from Desi. It just changed, didn't it? Like he, he for. For a good portion of that match, even even when it started off, he looked he looked beatable. You know, he, he looked good. He didn't look dreadful, but he looked beatable. He looked he looked like it would be possible to beat him. By the end of that game, he didn't look beatable in any way at all. He didn't he didn't look like it was possible to beat him. He just looked absolutely mm -hmm. superb towards the end. It was really really good stuff. And there's there's he obviously fired in them two unbelievable sets, but. From Joe Cullen's perspective, who can match it with the best in the world is always in the tour to go on and win a title. Can Joe actually look at this and go, well, Desi was too good? Or could Joe have actually, was it a yeah. missed opportunity in them first three and he needed to get that full sweep of three sets to, 
I, I think I think he'll be disappointed because I, I'll think that he, I think he, and, I, and that, the way I look at it is just there was a window of time where he had the opportunity to 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 go on and win that game. You know, there was a, there was a, there was a little window where where Gezi hadn't quite hit that amazing stuff that we saw to the end, and there was a bit there was a there was almost like a crossover period where where there was a few unforced errors from from Joe that that almost fell hand in hand with, with, with Gezi being able to pick up the pace a little bit and find that extra gear. And I think if if those sort of unforced errors hadn't hadn't come from Joe, he'd have put his foot down a little bit. Gezi. Whilst he whilst he might have, have, have upped the game and up the gear, it would have been too close to the end. You know, it would have been it would have been a bit too little, too late. I think, um, and I think the opportunity was there for 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 Joe to go um, for a period of time. But then, but then, certainly once we'd hit set four, that that, that period of time had, had passed, and he just didn't get another chance. So let's move on and listen from Derwin Price. Every tournament, you know, I. I'd love to go on and, and win the Worlds. That's the main thing for me. You know, my, my one eye is always on, on the Worlds coming up to this period of the, of, of, the, of the calendar. But, yeah, obviously, main job now is to try and defend this ranking money from two years ago. Well, I would say about five, six, seven years' time because that's when I started <laughs> to wind down. I mean, honestly, I, I, it's, it's, it's really tough. As many people say that, you know, you've got a life of luxury and you're on the road and you're travelling the world... It's a tough sport, and it, and it is tough for travelling all the time and missing everything with your family and stuff. So, yeah, over the next five, six, seven years, I think I will improve because I'm still an amateur in my eyes. You know, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing, but I'm nowhere near experience as what half of these boys are. So, you know, give me another two, three, four years, then I'll be a way better player. And um, yeah, another four years after that. Bye bye. So that is now Derwin Price turning himself an amateur after we've heard Michael Van Derwin being told mediocre in a, a week where, or in a few months where these two, as, along with Peter Wright, are throwing some phenomenal. Well, stuff. I was going to say if if Gezi Price, <laughs> where is, is the Dame of Darts If that's the if that's if, where they are at the moment. If Gezi's an amateur, and MVG is, is is mediocre. Is Peter Wright the only world class darts player we've got at the minute? Is he the only one left? <laughs> Isn't um, you know, I dread to think what my darts is at, mate. If he if he's an amateur, I don't know what that classifies me as. <laughs> but his photos at the moment just seems on making sure he holds on to that than than ranking points, which is obviously money which he's defending from two years now. But probably more importantly for Price, it's getting his hands on some more silverware and getting himself in the best position for the worlds. Those two sets and the draw. I know we keep alluding to it, this side of the draw surely puts him as hot favourite to be in that final on Sunday, Dan. Oh, 100%. Like, without a shot, you know, without, without a doubt. I, I've not looked at what the odds are yet, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the folks at Boyle Sports won't be, um, won't be offering a particularly, uh, a particularly attractive offer for Gezi Price to get to the final now. I, I think um, it's, go, it's going to take, let's be honest, it's going to take a huge upset. It's going to take something that nobody's going to predict to happen for him to not get to the final. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now I think certainly the way he played it, if he keeps that up, he's got, he's got a bit of a chance in his next game to, to, you know, to kick on from that and to, and, 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 and to build on it. And, and if he does, I think he's a, he's a very, very dangerous man in this tournament. So, moving on to the down that really offered very little, did it, Dan? There was nothing to it. It was just a nice, simple down with darts. We know had, oh, no, sorry, right there. It didn't. It had absolutely everything. <laughs> it's had it, was, it, all. it was, and again, it's another one where, you know, on, on, on the on the Dan Simpson win predictor scale, it, you know, it, was, it was swinging backwards and forwards and upside down and back to front. And it was it was all over the place. I think... The what I, I had a, sort of reflecting at the end and having a bit of time to to, to look at the, the stats for the game and to sort of think about how it played out. I think again, like set play, set play can be really deceiving. You know, if you if if you look if you look straight up, I mean, without boring, you know, with, with stat, if you look straight at the stats for that game, Nathan Aspinall was, was by far the, the better player. He had a considerably better average. He threw considerably more. 140s. Um, he won the checkouts. He, he, he was his, his checkout percentage was better. His doubles in were better. Like he, 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 with every metric by which we measure how a player has played, he was the better player. It, it looked for it looked for periods of time like he wasn't winning that match because it's set play and he, and, he, and he was coming he was coming from behind to win. Um, I, I think there was. Other, other, we know it got really, really tight, you know, and it was really tight at, at the end. And that last set was was very, very strange uh, for a number of different reasons. But, but I think that I think Nathan was the better player throughout, you know, most of the match, and and, and the result reflected that. I think in the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on to the fifth set. I've got a feeling. I've, I'd like to say I've seen the twelve, but yet to hear the clip. I'll be listening to it with you for the first time. I've got a feeling a lot of that clip will be focused on. Set five. So just going back to the early parts of that day, Danny Nopper had tuned up. Dan, honestly, did you think I thought by now we'd have had this show wrapped up? Because oh, I was you mentioned that Aspinall has got the better metric throughout the day. And to be honest, at 2 0, it seemed a bit harsh. The, the missed opportunities, the double one from Noppy saved him in that set one uh, after missing quite a few. But did I know Aspinall's known as a fighter, but did anyone really see him coming back and winning that one at three-two at that stage? I'm not convinced Nathan Aspinall did. Uh, point. <laughs> you know, like, you know the, I'm certain Danny Nopper didn't. But I think um, you know, I, I, I just think it was, um, you know, there, there were there were missed opportunities, you know, from, from Noppy there. Again, he he could have he could have he could have got through that. You know, he had, he had the chances. Um, the multiple times could have could have really put the squeeze on and, and and we would have never got the drama that we did at the end. You know, thankfully for darts fans, he, he, he didn't, and we all got a bit more 
entertainment and drama out of the evening. Um, I, I still worry, even though Nathan got through it, I still worry a little bit about him and the way that he gets through matches um, and, and, and having having to scrap like that to get through, and this is nothing at all against Danny, Danny Nopper, I think he's a great player, but, you know, having to scrap like that and come from behind and, you know, if he if he meets a, a you know, a Gezi, a Gezi Price or, or, or a Peter Wright or an MVG at the minute in full flight, he's not going to be able to scrap like that. You know, they, they, they're not games you can win by, by being scrappy. They're games where you have to, you have to meet the level and you have to, and you have to outscore and you have to out-double people. Um, so I think he's, you know, he's, he's been able to fight through today. I'm not sure how how much more he can fight, you know, in, in terms of, you know, going forwards. Yeah, and just one of those two, uh, Jamie's point here that says Danny Blewett, to be fair. One thing to look at if, then it's watching a Dame scene sort of stats and figures. Danny Knoppert was 2-0 up twice. He was 2-0 up in sets to level it to two apiece. He was then 2-0 up in that final set and... From then that final set is from that two nil point is where it got very very interesting, because before that a two nil noppy result aside, I was a bit worried with the re-dripping of Aspdarts because he stopped a few times to re-drip and we saw this a few months back but not so much recently. Then we saw the re-drip and then the crowd involvement, and when he went two one up and turned around and shushed the crowd. I thought he's playing with fire here in the sense of what he was doing. We then had, I think it, I'm just going to have a quick look then. The, yeah, then into the fourth lead, he missed his first three darts at a double. Asp hit it with the last one, but then, um, not hit it with the last one, sorry. And then Nathan Aspinall hit a 14 dart lead. That's including the three missed one. So 11 dart lead double start is just unbelievable darts under that pressure. One five six, one two three, one four two, eighty two out, and the eighty two out bullseye clean as anything. Double sixteen, and, and that and and, I, and it is like you know he, he played some he played some amazing stuff, and 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 but but I don't think he's not he's not at his best. You know I think he, he knows that you know he knows that I think he's still he's still on, on the on the road to recovery from his injury. You know he's still he's still until quite recently been having to you know limit his. Is, is practice time and, and, and things like that. And, and I think when I, when I make the comments about, about you know, meeting a, a Gezi or a Peter, and, or, and, you know, I know he's beaten all of those players before, more, you know, multiple times. I just think at the minute, you know, Aspinall did that and he did that and he, and he put that performance in because he was given the opportunity to. You know, Danny, Danny Noppert gave him the opportunity and Danny Noppert missed darts to allow Nathan the opportunity to come back and, and, and do those amazing things. I'm not convinced at the minute that some of those top players will give him that opportunity. You know, he doesn't he doesn't get that time to to work his way around, you know, between moments of brilliance and cooling down a bit and going hot and cold. Um he needs to stay hot all the time. Dan I can't wait any longer. I'll sit here with pop tones sometimes listening to this. Let's I sit here with pop tones and time listening to Phil and Dob down at each other running absolute arguments. What I might do is grab that pop tone now for a minute, about a minute and 20 seconds, and listen to Nathan Aspinall. Yeah, all, all that was going on, obviously, it's a small crowd, so you hear a lot of things. And throughout the match, you know, it, when Danny was starting, you know, there's a few whistles, a few boos. Um, so, you know, whether the camera picked that up or not, I was trying to, trying to hush the crowd. 
Um, but likewise, like when I was doing, you know, loose booing and whistling, and I think what it was is I pulled it back, and obviously the, the adrenaline pumping. Um, and when it was two one down, um, as I'm about to throw to, you know, to um, to make it two all, I kicking off. Uh, there was a there was a table all night that was supporting for Danny, um, and obviously the, you know they have their, their right to, to to support for who they want, um, and it basically got to the point where I had enough and I turned around and I'm like, please we should shut up, um, and it's not, you know it wasn't just aimed at myself, you know Danny had, had it early on in the game, people were different people with different personalities, different players, and uh, I just reacted differently, you know I shouldn't have reacted the way I did, but I did, you know I can't take that back. Um, but obviously Danny wasn't happy with how I reacted and uh, <laughs> he's seen his bum at the end, that's all I can say on that matter but uh, you know, he, he wished me all well after the game, you know, he shut me hand uh, I didn't think he would, so you know, fair play, he's been a big man there he shut me hand, you know, he's not going to be happy with that defeat um, but you know, he was, he was a big man tonight, you know, he took the defeat well um, and you know, we walked up backstage and he said, fair, good luck in the next, next round I said, no bad feelings and that's the end of the matter as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I love the ASP. I love the ASP. He always give you something. Um, but you don't very often, you, you sometimes see the, the, the shush or the reaction when a big checkout happened. You don't normally see someone as he's about to throw for the start of a lead, which he did the start of the fourth lead in the last set, turn around and visibly be saying something to the crowd. And right there, Raspy Stanmos that he just told them to shut up. Yeah, well, that enough. I, I think what's interesting there is that you know you've you've been you've been in arenas with me when we've watched the Asp play, and we we've watched his general instructions to the crowd, which he normally spends all of his time trying to get the crowd to be as loud as possible. I'm going to go on record. I think that's the first time in his entire career that Nathan Aspel has ever tried to quiet a crowd down because he's generally doing the complete opposite. He's generally trying to get them to get them up to be as loud as he can. Um, I think that's definitely a, a first from Nathan tonight. Oh, I've been informed that um, Nathan Aspel offers even more in his interview. Um, so... As with all the interviews, they are available on our YouTube channel to go over and have a look. Not sure if the ask one's up just yet, but the other three over. So once we are done on the fallout bar, please, the ask one is up. I'm seeing in the background. All four are, are up. But don't worry, you don't want to go over there just yet because you want to stay and hear Mystic Dan's predictions of what's going what's gonna to happen tomorrow. Mystic Dan, who, who admittedly is none for four after last night's predictions. I managed to, not even, I was thinking to myself, oh, well, I, I'll, I might I might not get all the scores right, but at least I'll get, like, some of the picks right. Like, I'll four <laughs> picks. No, zero for four tonight. I am. Everybody I picked got beat. So I apologise in advance to everyone tomorrow. You you just know I was coming on the show and you're trying to make me feel better. It's normally <laughs> um, just before we do move on to tomorrow's predictions and look at the games tomorrow, I've got the order of play in front of me, uh, which has just um, not long been released. Um, just before we go into that, Danny Nopper, so a lot of the talks there have been about Aspinall, how he got into that. It's been a very, very good year for Nopper, not to take it away. Yes, he hasn't got as far as he would like to in the Grand Prix, Still a lot of opportunities for him. If you was looking at his 2022 so far, I don't I don't adhere to the conversations about Premier League because they'll be ongoing for the next couple of months. But looking at his year so far over these 10 months, successful, very successful year for Nopi, would you say? Oh, yeah, 100%. 
Yeah, I, I just think, you know, if you'd have given him a, you know, if you have said to him at the beginning of the year, look, you, like this is the 12, you know, in 12 months' time, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be inside the top 10, you'll be ranked ninth in the world, and, and, and you'll have won a major. Like the fact that, and again, like I can't, you know, my, I get deeply frustrated with the Premier League discussion and, and the, you know, the, all the politics nonsense that goes in it. I have, I have a really clear view on it, and, you know, and now isn't the time. Yeah. But I just think if you're at a point, where you can say, I think I need to be in the conversation. You've had a bloody good year. You know, like if you, like that, there's, there's the key to have had been a good year in darts. Whether you get in that Premier League or not, if, if you can, without everyone in the room laughing at you, say, I think I deserve a spot. And everyone has to go, oh, yeah, maybe. Like, you've had a good year, haven't you? Like, you're in that, you know, and I think there, there's a really basic, you know, sort of measure on where I think, you know, and, and again, I just think, you know, if you'd have offered him it a year ago, you know, I, I, I talk sometimes on a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm a Newcastle fan. If someone had offered me what, only one defeat and, and seventh a year ago, I'd have went, oh, give us that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I think the same thing for Noppy, you know, offer him ninth in the world with a major under his belt and he can save the word Premier League without the room laughing at him. Like, yeah, that's a good year. And then just, just one more on Noppy. That's with 10 months of the year done. We probably well, we have got the biggest two months of the year coming up. His aims for these two months, do you think he needs to be putting himself back into the last four as a minimum in either the slam players or worlds to to then maintain that momentum going into twenty twenty three? Or do you think he's already done enough to to, to still have that? I, I I think it depends what we mean by by momentum. Um you know, I think I think if and again, and I'm, I'm dead. Don't want to get into it. I think if he wants to be in the Premier League conversation, he's got he's got to go deep in at least one, maybe both. Of slam, the, you know, slam players or worlds, one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, he's got he's got to go deep. He's got to go. He's got to he's got to go really deep. Um, in, in, in you know in 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 maybe a couple. You know, if he goes deep in the slam and the players, he might get away with it at the Worlds. But I think he's got to go deep in the Worlds and one other. That, that's where I think he's at. Um, and I don't think that's for him to have had a good year and, and, and move up the rankings. I just think that is if we're just exclusively talking about momentum that will take it to the Premier League. I think he needs, a, you know, he needs quarters, semis at the Worlds and a really deep run, semis slash final at one of the other two. And then just moving on to the ass before we go on to the predictions. Big win for Nathan Aspinall tonight. He was already speaking earlier on in the week about World Series events and is it falls into that Lou Humphreys conversation of talking about events that are months and months away instead of concentrating on where we are today. But he's backing it up with results um, as he has done today. But one thing he's done today is he's bit at the crowd and we saw there in price to this 12 months ago and as the tournament went on, that had an impact on Desu. Do you think the same for Nathan Aspinall, or do you think he's already built up enough of a fan base to I, make sure he's back to them tomorrow night? I, I don't. I really don't know. I think. I think he's an interesting one, Nathan, because I've never been in a. In a I've never been in a room watching darts where Nathan Aspinall was played, where, where Nathan didn't have a big lump of the crowd behind him. You know, even when he was getting some off the crowd. He's always got a big lump of the crowd you know, behind him. You know, there are people singing his name. There are people singing his name at darts matches when he's not playing. Like, the, 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 he's got that much of a, of a following. 
And I don't know whether, you know, I think if he can focus on that and shut some of the other stuff out and 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 not concentrate on it and on and play his game, then then I, I don't think it'll get on him like it does Gezi. What because when the crowd get a Gezi, it is completely like it's yeah. everyone. You know, it's everyone, you know, it's everyone but the referee that's getting at him, isn't it? It's not, it's um it's the full, it's the full lot. Hi, it's Gavin Price. Boyle Sports are offering price boosts on every full house market, on every player, every match. That's to win the match, hit the most 180s and the highest checkout in the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. What we tend to see, and I know the chat room has been very volatile this evening on the, the fans, and we do see the fans being more volatile as the night goes on, and this links perfectly into the predictions tomorrow. What we are down to see tomorrow is Nathan Aspinall up first. He will be taking on Martin Luthman in the first game. As we move on to predictions, I'm guessing I'll be able to tell by you your prediction in this one if being on first plays into the Asp's favour. Over to you, Dan, for remember, Dan not zero out of four yesterday, as Dob has reminded me in the chat room, you've also Mentioned yeah, it. Oh, I owned it straight away, mate. Like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> hide behind it. Like, I'll, I'll not give anyone else the chance to grasp me up. I'm like, these things are recorded. Like, they're, they're, I'm done. It's public record. <laughs> yeah, they're having, I, the archive, they're having the archive, but they are watched back by Dob, I'm telling you. you know, yeah, absolutely. Really I, Over um, to you then, mate. Nathan Aspinall, Martin Luthman, opener tomorrow night. Do you know what? I can't resist. I honestly can't resist. Martin Luthman, 3-2. <laughs> just can't resist. I just like yeah, I think I mean, that I mean in the chat room as well while Dan's explaining why he's done for the underdog once more. I just, well, I think so. Like Luteman, Luteman coming out tonight and I like I, he, I fooled me, like completely fooled me. Like looked like looked like you know happy to be there, like against a proper like switched on Ross Smith, and, and it, you know it turns out that maybe I was caught. I had him all wrong, and he's just ultra relaxed. And, and and like we were talking about, that just the, the structure of that game where, you know, early in the night, it's early doors, like the crowd isn't as vocal. There's not going to be as much in terms of everyone, you know, giving it Nathan Aspinall songs, looping around and, and everything else. Lutman, if he is ultra relaxed and and, and he's he's got he's he's got the game to beat him, you know, he's definitely got the game. Um I, I think of the two, it, he's I don't want to say he's in better form this week, but he's, you know, he, he's, I think he's in a better position, like, darts-wise and mentally for tomorrow. Nathan Aspinall on paper is the better darts player. Like, he just is. Um, and, and if Nathan brings his A game, he'll beat him, probably 3-0. Well, I'm not convinced that's what's going to happen, and my prediction is Luton 3-2. I, I am finding this one difficult, I think. Asp has alluded to, it's taken a lot out of him tonight. And I think being on second or third, there's in that bit more time, going on first. I think Asp comes through it. Um, I fancied Martin to do well this week, but I think his race to be run tomorrow in a tight affair. Um, 3 1 the Asp, but 3 2 predominantly, those sets will go to that last leg. Um, and I just think that Asp will see through it as a 3-2. Then we move on to the current world number one, as he still is until the rankings update on Monday, unless 
He goes on and wins it, and Peter doesn't read the final. He's Derwin Price versus Madders Surprise quarterfinalist Madders Razma. Where you done with this one, Dan? I, I I can't do anything other than Gezi Price three 0 Just I just think it's I think it's levels, and I think he's he's hit a level at the back end of today, and he's got a um, he's got a bit of a head of steam on him. <clears throat> I think he's going to come out tomorrow. And, and 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 really kick in. I think he'll be excited about playing Rasma because whilst we've seen some great stuff, you know, and and from Rasma, and we, and we know he's a top player. I think Gezi Price is going to think of that as a way to to really really build his game and get himself where he needs to be to go into those into those semi and semi finals and final and, and build his form to where he where he wants it to. Be. I just think he's going to completely come out and go bonkers. <laughs> um, a few in there though in 3 1 prize. Also, Jamie's doing 3 1 Razmat. I love someone down for the underdog. However, I do, I do think Price will be too strong. Big do call. See, I do see Razmat getting one though. I do see it being one apiece. Not to the same levels he's done tonight with those last two sets, but I see it being one apiece probably after two and then um, and then Desi just having that extra. Make deal. for a better game. I'd love to see it happen. You know, I think it'd make for a better game. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not convinced that Gezi will allow it. These two though, either way, these two dames for me. Peter Wright versus Dimitri Vandenberg. We saw the the sort of the nice story of Talvid. We've saw him arguing at the match play. We now see him in Leicester though, head to head. Where does this one now, Dan? <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. That's what we've got there. Right <laughs> the master and the apprentice. Um it's Peter Wright 3-1. Uh, I, I like I am um, big fans of both of them. Good players, like either one of them can beat the other. Uh, Dimmy, um, like he is, he is hot and cold. When he when he's on, it's it's a it's a very very lovely thing to watch. Um, he's a s- superb player, but Peter is Peter right, and he he is he is as good as anybody in the world at, at playing darts and, and he's looked good this week. And I, I, I might change that depending on the first dart hitting the ball. And if it's something completely bonkers, like if it looks like it's been whittled on the afternoon, he's knocked them up himself. I don't, I don't know what he's going to throw, but if he picks a set of darts and stick, if he throws the darts he threw when he was winning those sets the other night, he'll, he'll win comfortably. But yeah, three, one Peter, right. I think he'll have too much. Bit of a Mitch day in the chat room, but, one thing I am the new allude to before I did my prediction, Jamie Drummer, if your night happens, we'll be on the fall like bar by 10 o'clock. Because I'm sure he went 3 0 Asp, 3 0, 3 1 Rasma, 3 1, 3 0 Dimmy. No, but if he's on Boyle Sports and has his 50 pence on it, he'd probably be retiring <laughs> at the. You know, about 73,000 to one, I think. And it's, uh... <laughs> yeah, especially those, uh, the underdog and the, the manner of the victory. A few 3-0, 3-0 Peter Wright, 3-2 Peter Wright. I'm with you on this one. I can see Peter Wright getting the better of him this time, getting his revenge for the match play. Um, I see it being fairly one-sided um, in the sense of not... I said 3-1 and Lutman will take Asp close because the sets will be close. But I actually see Peter Wright winning this one 3-1, but in a more convincing manner, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, it's been a bit more one-sided. Yeah, and that may be more of a 2-0 Peter Wright. Dimmy then gets one back. Bit of a full stone and then Peter Wright gets over the line. But I'm with you. that I'm not too fussed about what 
the first dart is that it's the board. I'm more worried what it's the board in the second leg and the second set. It does yeah. that. It's the changes for Peter Rice. And then just moving on, um, as we are doing late into tonight, Michael van Derwin versus Hollywood, Chris Dolby. Head or heart this for me, mate. If Chris Dolby wins that tomorrow, there'll be pints and tables turned all over the place in my local pub tomorrow night. Like I, I will I will be riotous tomorrow in the boozer if, if Chris Dolby wins that match. And as much as I will be supporting Bellington's zone tomorrow evening, my prediction is Michael Van Gerwen 3 1. We all know why your predictions, Michael Van Gerwen 3 1, because you got four <laughs> runs yesterday, Dan. We're not silly. We're not silly at all. We know why you've done that. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've worked me out straight away. Like I can't back up. I can't. Not the look I've had this week. I can't be cheering for him and and predicting as well. Can I? Um, no, I do. I, I do think you know. I, I believe you me. I will be absolutely jumping all over the place tomorrow if Chris Dobie beats beats Van Gerwen and gets through. Um, but ju- just based on on where I think Michael's game is at at the minute, um, and where I think Chris's game is at at the moment. I just, I just think Michael will have too much for him, and 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 it'll disappoint me to watch it. But but I do think that that's you know what what we're gonna see. Yeah, I, I, I'm sort of in a position now that I expect to see Price right, and then Michael Van Der Wijn all in that quarter final, all in that semi final, um, and in current form, there's no surprise that the three of them are. However, you don't expect Price to go out tomorrow night. Royce and MVG are completely different. Dolby starting that game is crucial, but I just think MVG can find that little spur, that momentum, and just reel off. And I know set play is different to that lead play, but Mike Van Dermington then run off seven, eight leads on the spin. And, and this is format is so short. My, my sort of prediction is 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 you know we'll get to. I think we'll probably get one all. Is is what I think. You know, is what I think we'll get. We'll, it'll tie up at one all. And then Michael will do what Gezi did tonight, and he'll just he'll just hit a level that that Chris, like on his best day, might get to, and 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 and, and he might get there, and he might match it. But I just think Michael will will I think as soon I think if Chris winning a set could be dangerous for him because I think when Chris wins a set, it it'll just it'll just spur Michael to get through the gears, um and 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 move move on and and kick on away. We'll just go for one more just before we um, shoot off, Dan. And it is a prediction. So it's a question from Tommy in the chat room. I went yes with this at the start of the week, and I'm going to stick with it, especially with the players who are left in. Do you think we will see a nine data in this tournament? We are over halfway through it now. No, I don't think so. I think if we had it done, we'd have seen it by now. I think um, just law of averages. Odds, you know, the amount of people throwing darts at different doubles, and 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 I, you know, I know we've got some, I know we've got some left in the tournament that will be going for that double top off um, and giving themselves the chance. I'm, yeah, again, a bit like Dolby winning. Like I'd be turning tables over in the pub if it happens. I'll be over the moon, but I, I'm not convinced it will. I'm down for a, a price MVG finally happens in that final. Ooh, um, because I'm adamant that one is coming. Um, just for a shoot off, as always, uh, 
Huge thank you to Boyle Sports for their continued support this week. Uh, on our online darts, um, onlinedarts.com, you will have the preview tomorrow. You will have recommended bets. Um, and go over to Ball Sports for all the specials as I can't be beaten for price this week. Um, Dan, it has been an absolute pleasure stepping in with Dob and speaking to you on our screen. It's nice to come on as well when someone's got predictions run because normally it's me sat on that chair. Um, good luck tomorrow with your uh, with supporting Dolby. Um, yeah, fingers on. I'm back Saturday, so I'm back on. I'm back on Saturday night, so we'll. we'll um... We'll, we'll we'll see what sort of a mood I'm in come Saturday. I'll be I'll be tuning I'll be tuning um Saturday. Don't you worry. But I know Dobbs back in the seat tomorrow. He's had a he's had a well deserved uh, well, and I'm doing that like that. Well deserved um, yeah. night off. And um, but he'll be back with you tomorrow, and then it'll be Dan and Dob to talk you through the action, what happened in the semi-finals, and ready for the final. Dan, thank you very much for your time this evening. Remember, head over to our YouTube channel now where all four interviews are available so you can listen to all four from the clips that we have showed you this evening. Thank you very much for your time and we will see you all tomorrow. Good night. At Boyle Sports, we are taking darts to the next level. Bet £10 on the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix and new customers will get £20 in free bets. Customers can also enjoy the daily full house price boost on every player and every match. Boyle Sports, this is betting. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.